Welcome to the Parkway Live Church Podcast. Thank you for taking time to let God's Word impact you. Always encouraged to know God is touching lives through this ministry. Please visit parkwaylife.com to let us know. You can also hit the giving tab to sow into the ministry that you are experiencing. Now, prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. I want to preach to you today, and we've got a new series that's starting this morning, and it's called Dream Street. Dream Street. Look at our 11 o'clock service. I honestly think there's more at this service than the last one, and that just so excites me, man. It just pumped, and and, and, then just, it's awesome, awesome. Some of you haven't gotten to see you in a few months, and it's great to see you. Proverbs chapter 20 and verse 24, and I read as it goes as this. The Lord, look at this closely, the Lord directs our steps. Aren't you happy about that? The Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? Okay, we just go home now? Is that, is that that amazing? In other words, the Lord's got it under control. What in the world are you beating your head against the wall trying to figure out everything? He's got this. That's kidding version. So why try to understand everything along the way? He's got this. He's got it already figured out. Heavenly Father, we love you. and Thank you for your goodness and grace. Anoint us. Help us. Thank you that we're here today, God. Thank you for bringing us through and helping us today and strengthening us today. Anoint me and help me do the best I can that people hear and understand your word in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. You may be seated. Darren, could you give me just a little bit more monitor, not house sound, just monitor, please. God gives every one of us a promise, a promise. And he gives us a dream. Everyone in this room has a promise and a dream. He's given you something that you can look to and go, man, that's the desired future that I'd like to have. I'm shooting for this. I'm reaching for this. Uh, maybe, it's, uh, maybe it's a healing. I'm reaching for this. Maybe it's a, a better job. Maybe it's for salvation. Maybe it's Uh, being used by God in a certain capacity, but I'm reaching for this thing. And it's God-given. It's a God-given dream. It's a God-given promise. And I'm not going to quit. I'm reaching for this. And we see this dream and the promise, and we get so excited about it, and and we just can't wait to get there just as soon as possible. I want to get to that dream. And that's called hope that's out in front of us. And thank God for hope. The Bible said we'd be most miserable if we didn't have hope. And I thank Him for hope. And God gives us those dreams. He gives us those promises. He gives us that hope that is out in front of us, that my business is going to be better than it's ever been. And this church is going to be better than it's ever been. My family is going to be ever. It's always the future in our spirit looks better than the present. Because we're reaching for a dream. We're reaching for that purpose that God has given us. But I want you to, and if you're taking notes, and I'd love for you to take notes in this message because it's one that you're going to need. It's, 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 it's one of those kind of messages for your life today. But this is a major truth that I'm about to tell you, and that is this. God's promise for your life, hold on now, is not God's will for your life. Now, you may not completely understand that statement, but you will by the time I get this into this message. God's promise for your life is not God's will for your life. Let me me give you an example and kind of flesh it out for you and unpack it just a minute. Brandon, I want you to come up here, and and, and we got this drawn out on uh, the plans for the church. It actually is for our Parkway Kids area. And I got them to write this down today, and, and I want you to look at this. Uh, on top of these plans for the Parkway kids that we started dreaming up a long time ago, we wrote two things on there, and that is dream and promise. And so we've got this huge dream and huge promise. Sorry about that, Brandon. And, and this huge dream and this huge promise, and it's set out before us. All right? So I'm going to ask Garrett. Garrett, would you help me today? All right. 
Garrett, I want you to go to the back of the building, right in the middle. And I know I didn't ask him. I didn't set him up to do this. Uh, he's not prepared for this, but I think he can handle it, okay? Now, Garrett, what I want you to do is this dream and this promise as God set out before you. I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to come get your dream, and I want you to come get your promise on the count of three. You ready? One, two, three, go. Look at that, dude. I didn't even tell him to run, but I love it. Woo! Give it up for him. He killed it. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. I did not set him up for what I'm about to do, but he did exactly what I thought he would do. He did exactly what you would do. He did exactly what you do when God lays a dream and a promise in front of you. He puts it right in front of you, and man, you see it, you can see it before you, and you take off from point A to point B, and you're after your dream and after your promise. Isn't that awesome? That's the way you see it. That's the way you believe it. That's the way you believe it happens, but that creates issues for us. Let me tell you how it works. I'm going to come back here, all right? Garrett, you may be seated. You did a great job, Garrett. You're the bomb diggity. The dream and the promise is set before me, and this, Garrett, is how it goes. You ready? What you just did was your will. Your will says there's the dream and the promise, I'm going right after it. It's going to be quick. The arrow, I see it. Boom. That's your will, Garrett. What I'm about to show you is something different. I'm about to show you God's will. He sets the dream and the promise. This is God's will. If y'all hang with me just a minute. Where are you going? Everything within me wants to go that way. And I'm going this way, God, I must be out of your will because I see the dream and the promise and my will says go that way, but you got me going this way. Something must be wrong with me. Something must be wrong with me. And then I get to go to the foyer and see who's still allegacking in the foyer. Chris Emerson, what are you doing out here? And I get to walk, Luke, you just played up there. You need to get back in church, son. And I come around, <laughs> we come around, and, and, and we're, and we're, and oh, I still see my dream, still see my promise. But, but boy, it's just sure di- difficult. I, I, God, something must be wrong. I, 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 I'm not praying enough. Something, I'm not fasting until my belly button falls off. Something's going wrong because I see it. I see it. I see it. Oh, God, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I, I, I know the way, I know, I, I, I know, I know the way to get there. God, 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 I, I'm on Dream Street to get there. I, I thought Dream Street was straight. No, this is, this is Dream Street, son. You're going to get there. You're going to get there. Awesome. Let me just tell y'all, it doesn't look out, like, out here like it does in there. God, there's, there's 29 inches of water. There's Harvey. I didn't intend for this. This is not the dream. It's putting me under, God. I lo- we lost everything. We're struggling. We're, we're up against it. There, this is not your, something must be wrong. God, I'm one of your kids. This, this can't happen. This illness, this struggle, this issue, this loss. God, surely this can't be what you intended he said just keep walking son keep walking don't stop i got you in my plan keep moving but god i don't like the detour i know you don't like the detour son but don't give up in the detour you just keep walking you keep moving you keep staying in the keeping the pace up move it move it move it and so i googled to you and they gave it up a little earlier but you didn't know it on accident i googled for you and they throw it on the screen and this is what dream street looks like It's got a million switchbacks. 
Y'all just were in Maui. It looks like the road to Hana. It's, it's, it's 360 switchbacks. And you're going, my God, what's the deal? Dream Street, they told me growing up, was from point A to point B. And I'm doing switchbacks and I'm going back and forth. And I'm just going to tell you, so many people die out in the switchbacks. Blaming somebody else, struck, blaming a church, blaming a pastor, blaming, a, blaming somebody else, blaming a friend, blaming a bitterness, blaming something else. God, I must, oh God, I'm miserable. I'm outside of your will. No, you're not outside of his will. You're right in the middle of his will. But when God gives us a promise, we think the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. It's like, it's like when, you know, my kids growing up, I'd tell my kids, I'd say, we're going to go get a, we're going to go get an ice cream. And it was a promise to my kids. And they're like, yeah, dad, we're going to go get an ice cream. Now I'm just wishing they'd go with me to get an ice cream. <laughs> they're like, yeah, let's go get an ice cream, dad. And I'm going, oh, awesome. It's a promise. And they're going, yes, yes, it's hot outside. We're going to get it. And I said, um, but before you do that, I want you to clean your room. Oh, Dad. Dad. Yeah, no, no, no. We got the promise in front of you, but the process, there's a process before you get to the promise. And the process is a huge part of you getting to the promise so that when you get to the promise, you can handle the promise. When God gives you, tells you his promise, listen to this, get ready because he's about to show you his will. He doesn't do it the other way around because we would bail out. We'd be too scared to make the journey. The promise of God is something that inspires us. The will of God is something that we do. We're involved in. We get in involved in the process. It's something that we do but he keeps this hope before us this promise before us to keep you continuing to move forward continuing to move forward we had a dream and a vision to build a building one day we had a we sit uh we sat not sat not too long ago and dreamed of a parkway kids center i didn't know it was gonna all come like this but we dreamed about it now, I thought we'd raise some money, and we'd work at it, and we did. We started raising money. We got those plans. We started working towards it. And I said, God, we just about got it. And here comes Harvey. <laughs> here comes something, and I'm going, oh, God, we had one project. Now we got a real project before us. And so, God, I don't like the detours. I, I don't like which way you're going with this. But he's saying, listen, son, I've got something great for Parkway Life, but I need to take you this way so that when you get to that level, you can handle what I've already prepared for you. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever prayed for God to show you his will. I literally want to see the hands of people that you prayed, God, show me your will. I mean, get it up. Go, go big. Look, look. Almost everybody in this room, God, show me your will. Can I just say something? I'm not trying to hurt you because I've done the same thing, but that's not the right prayer. God wants us to pray, let thy will be done. The big difference between show me and let thy. There's a huge difference between show me and let thy. Show me is let me see your will and I'll do it. Let thy is you don't have to show me. You lead me and I'll follow. I don't understand the path you're taking me on, but I trust you'll get me to the promise that you've set before me, that you will complete that work in me that you have begun. The big difference between show me and let die, because if he showed you his will, you wouldn't do his will. 
And so we'll wrestle and we'll struggle with the show me part instead of stepping back and saying, let thy will be done. To even pray that prayer, I have to step outside of my will. I have to say, oh God, I hate detours. Everything within me, point A, point E, the shortest distance to get there. But God didn't give the dream and the promise to have the shortest way for you to think that was the way the will of God works. It never works that way. Because if it worked that way, you couldn't handle the promise when you got it. You couldn't handle And in the process, he develops your character, your integrity. He makes you the man, the woman that you need to be. But he's got to walk you through the switchbacks of life to get you there. Now, let me give you a scripture that absolutely lays this out in an unbelievable fashion. It's Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 36. And it says this. I'm going to tell you, listen to this, listen to this. It says, for you have need of endurance. You have need of endurance. You, you, I mean, this, this road that you're on, you have a need of endurance. But listen to this. So that after you have done the will of God, after, everybody say after, after you have done the will of God, listen, what happens after you do the will of God, you receive the promise. Hear that? That's Dream Street. Oh, pastor, I thought Dream Street looked like, I thought it said Hollywood. I thought it had palm trees and million dollar homes. That's not Dream Street. Dream Street for you is walking through the switchbacks and God saying, I give you endurance in the process so that after you have done the will of God, then you may receive the promise. And that's not the way we think about it. And I can't tell you how many people have died in the switchbacks because they lost out saying something must be wrong. This is not what I was asked to do. I shouldn't have to do this. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. Do you know how many people have walked away from God, have walked away from church, getting messed up and confused in the process, getting mad at God, frustrated at God. I'm swinging. I'm boxing with an invisible boxer and I don't know what's going on and I'm frustrated and I'm angry and God's saying all the while I got you here and your setbacks are a setup in disguise I got something incredible for you but I've got to walk you through this so you can handle the promise you do look the scripture I mean look at this text you do the will of God but you receive the promises of God Think about Jesus. Thank you, Brandon. You did a wonderful job. Man, this guy's we have wore him out. This is the process. The poor guy, we've worked him so hard. He took, he had to be off from his job because he had hip surgery. Now he's praying to go back to his job so he can have a break. But listen to this. Listen to this. Jesus. Jesus is 30 years old. But can you imagine when they're about 20? Just, just, just think of it in just a minute, about 20. And we, go, we always, Jesus started his ministry at 30. But at 12, he's in, he's, in a, he's in a temple. 12. 12, he runs, he's not, he loses his mom and daddy and ends up in a temple. And all the scribes and, and all the people are standing around, all the people are looking and going, I've never heard anything like this. Listen to this kid. And can you think, can you imagine? Come on, he's a, he's a kid. He's got pimples and B.O. <laughs> I'm not dissing on God manifesting the flesh. I'm just telling you. He, 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 he's got, he, he was born, he's born like you were born. And he's 12 years old and he's going, do I have an anointing on me? I mean, folks are just blown away. They want to hear me speak. I mean, this deal, God, my my Heavenly Father's got me a big deal set up. I am going to be something. I I mean, it's starting early for me. It's about, about, and then then, then he hears, son, get back over here. Where have you been? What are you doing? Well, I'm just in here about my father's business. Father's nothing. You get on, we got to go home. Get on that donkey. You know what I'm saying? This is the real world. And Jesus humbles himself and walks out with his mom. And, and then and they go back home. And it's 16 and 
17, and he may not have made the ball team. But he's got a higher promise, and he's 18, and oh, I'll, Harvard will call. And Harvard didn't call, and he's 19 and 20. And then he's reaching for something higher called the University of Texas. Amen. And they never called. And it's 21, and they're starting to go, and you're still at home? And his buddies are doing other career, having other careers, and it's 22, and he's going, <clears throat> you called me for this, right? I got this big deal. I got this anointing, and I'm supposed to be a, a world changer, 23, 24. God Almighty, Heavenly Father, come on, 26. And he's shoveling, he's shoveling stuff out of his dad's workshop. He's got, he's got sheetrock on it. You didn't call me to move sheetrock. Y'all didn't know sheetrock was back then, did you? Come on, you didn't call me to pick up dust, sawdust, 28. Come on, 29, 30. And I'm at a wedding. Oh, another wedding with mom and dad. And I'm here, and Mama says, hey, call on Jesus. Tell him to come back here. And here comes Jesus. Mama's still telling me what to do, and I'm 30 years old. And come back there, and, they, and she looks at him and says, hey, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And Jesus says, wait, I'm not ready yet. She said, yeah, you're ready. Read the text. It's real close to that. And she, she walks out and just says, do whatever he tells you to do. And Jesus gets water and starts changing it to wine because mama said to do it. And somewhere, somewhere a heavenly hand started touching him. He spent 30 years in the process and the switchbacks and the funny giggles about he's supposed to have divine destiny, divine promise, divine dreams. It's switchback after switchback. It's being made fun of. I didn't live up to what they thought I'd live up to. I thought I'd be further now at 30 than I... But somewhere in the process, he spent 30 years developing for three and a half years a divine purpose. And you thought you were out of the will of God. You thought because of where you're at and you wasn't, you're not where you thought you'd be at this time of life. You thought, oh my, I, I know, I'm, I'm a failure, I'm a forgotten. And Jesus said, no, 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 you're so not forgotten. You're so in the process. If you'll stay in the process, process and you'll be faithful in the process, I've got a divine destiny for you and the hope I set before you is going to come to pass. But you've got to stay in the process. You've got to handle the detours that are coming in life because in the detours, there's somehow divine in the process because I've got something great for you. But you've got to go through the process. The process is preparing us for the promise. Jesus calls us to greatness and obscurity in the same breath. He speaks to you divine, holy dreams and promise but in the same breath speaks obscurity. And we struggle with that and we wrestle with that. And even me saying that, you're like, no! But it's just the divine process. It's the divine process. This is where I really wanted to get to in this message. It's the story of one of our all-time favorites and his name is Joseph. And Joe is, Joe is he's, a, he's a young boy. He's, 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 he's daddy's favorite. He's got, a, he's got this divine blessing on him because daddy loves him more than all the other boys. And there's a drove of boys. They're like having them in litters. But he's the youngest, and he's got this just something special about Joe. And daddy buys him like this Armani jacket. And everybody else is wearing jackets from Walmart. And they're older, and they, 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 they think they're all that, and they got bigger muscles. And they, and, but, but Daddy loves Joe. Daddy loves Joe. So Joe's out in the fields one day with them, and they're standing out there in the field, and they've been out there. And let, let me, let's just go there if you don't mind. And, and there's, they're, there's, they spent the night out in the fields, and they're working the wheat, and 
They get up the next morning, they're around the fire, and everybody's tired and sleepy. And, of course, Joe didn't get there but a few days late because Daddy wanted to stay back at the house. But he finally gets there, and all the other boys are already tired. And he gets up, and he's kind of spry. There's a big reason he's spry. He had the biggest dream of his life the night before. I mean, he's like, oh, he's full of purpose. And he comes to the fire, and he, like, grabs his coffee cup, and he's giddy, and he's excited. And he's like, dude, I've got a story for you. And Simeon goes, who, who, who sent him? Who, who sent him out here? So send him back. He, he's already on my nerves. The baby, send him back. To, send, send daddy's baby back. That's funny right there. Didn't mean to say that, but that's kind of funny. So send him back. Simeon, for me to hear this mess, I've got to have another cup of coffee. And they sit around and look and Guys, I'm going to tell you something. It happened last night. It was a game changer for me. This is going to change my life. This is going to change our family, guys. It's incredible. You've got to hear the story. Do we have to, Joseph? No, no. You're going to want to hear this story. This is a game changer for, 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 for our entire family. It's awesome. Listen, let me tell you, let me tell you what it was. Listen, guys, listen, guys. Gather around close. Gather around close. Oh, God. What? Oh, here it is. Last night, in the night, I had this dream, and I felt purpose like I've never felt in my life, and I know it was from God. Oh, God. Yeah. Listen what happened. He gave me this dream, and we're out in the field, and we're gathering the wheat. This is awesome, guys. Listen, listen. We're, we're gathering wheat, and my bundle of wheat rose up. And check this out, guys. All of y'all's bundles of wheat came to mine and bowed down before me. Can you imagine? Now, let's get real. Let's put skin on it. He did not just tell us that story. Huh? Come on. That's that person at work that tells you how great they're doing and you're going through it. And they don't even care. They just tell the story. And they know, like, you're struggling. It's, it's when we can't have a child. And, and, and everybody around us can't have a child. And they're coming up going, we're having, like, 47 babies. And we can't even have one. And they don't even recognize. They're just like, oh, hey, yeah. You just look at me and I get pregnant and, you know, all that stuff, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, that's a little much. But no, it's the truth. And me and her are going to doctors, and we got, really? You got to hear that? So, here's another day. It's the next morning. They get up. Here comes Joe again. Guys, you got to hear. It happened again last night. This is incredible. You're going to want to hear this as much as yesterday. It was awesome. Listen to what happened, guys. Double God confirmed his word. And again, my bundle of wheat was standing up in yours. You're just, yours just laid out in front of mine. It was incredible. God is blessing our family in a beautiful way. And it means that you're going to bow before me and I'm going to have power over you. And they're looking around going, um, should, should we kill him now? No, 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 really. Do, do we kill him now? Um, do you have a story that way we can kill him and tell dad? I just had a dream. I, I got a story. I got a story. I got a story. Grab his coat. We got this. I got a story. God gave me a dream too. My dream is this. We'll dip, the, we'll dip it in, in blood and take it back to daddy and tell him a wild animal got him. Yeah, we're going to shut this little dreamer up. We're going we to take care of this issue right now. I can tell you this. I can tell you this. We'll shut him up. And so they, 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 they got him. They did. They grabbed, him, grabbed hold of him. And, and, and only one is kind of fighting for him. But the rest, of, they, they took him in and dropped him in a pit. And so yesterday morning, he's dreaming dreams. And they said, hey, you know, can you see him looking down the pit? Hey, dreamer boy, you've got a lot of dark time down there. And you're going to die down there. But have those dreams as we're looking over into the pit. 
Does this look like it? Is this kind of what you dream? That we're bowing over you. You're in the pit. We're out here. And they walk off and they're laughing. And only one, only one is even fighting for him. And he kind of came back the next day and chunked a rope down and pulled him out. But there was only one because they, they hated his story. And I just got to tell you, I can't much blame them. You don't get a God-given dream and a God-given purpose and God-given destiny. And I know, I absolutely know that Joseph wasn't ready to get to the dream and to the promise or he would have never shared that story with his brothers. But there was something in him. His character and his integrity had not, was not prepared yet for the promise that was set before him. But all he could see is point A and B in the shortest distance, the straight area to get there. <laughs> and this is mine. I got this. It's mine. And the next morning he woke up in a pit. And they throw a rope down and Simon pulls him out and sends him. Says, I didn't, send, I didn't get you out to do anything great for you. I got at you out to make money off of you. And I sell it to a band of people coming through that I'll sell you off and send you to Egypt. I have no interest in you. I'm just going to save your life. But get out of here. And they laugh and they scorn and they make fun. And he's gone. He's gone and gone. And it's the process. And it starts the switchback. And he's back in the switchback this way. And somewhere he's still trying to say, God, I had this dream and this promise. And God said, you're not ready yet I know you're not ready you would have never told your brothers you you didn't even you, you didn't even have sense enough in the character and the integrity to know this was going to offend them and it's going to rock their world you 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 gotta you gotta know that you gotta know that and, and I'm going to walk you through the switchbacks of life and I'm going to work you and, and he ends up in this place and he ends up and here it is here it is divine destiny divine promise I end up in Potiphar's house and things are blessing and he's got a really good looking wife and and I and I and I'm around there and I got power and People look at me and say, oh, you work at Potiphar's house. And he's saying, here it is, dream promises coming to reality. It's the shortest point, little detour, but I'm back in action. I'm back and ready to go. And all of a sudden, Potiphar's wife looks over at him and says, hey, cutie boy. Hey, cutie boy. You sure are cute. I'd like to have you. And he said, no, 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 no. We're not going to mess this one up. I've got a little more character and integrity than the last stop. And I don't want to go on another switchback. And I'm going to do this right. You can't, you, you can't, you can't touch this. Ooh, do, do, do. You know, and, 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 and I probably missed one generation, but picked up another one on that one. That was an 80s right there. And he runs out, but Potiphar grabs a part of his clothing holds it back and tells a lie on him. What? Divine purpose, promise, this is what it looks like, God? Switch back. Really, God? This is, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. She lies on him. Now Potiphar hates him, gets him. He loved him a few days ago, but now he hates him. He, he was trying to get his wife, he thinks. And all the time, Joe said, I just did the next right thing. I'm walking you through, and so... The switchback begins again, and he, he's down now, and he's in the bottom of the dungeon. Nobody even knows his name, and there's no power down here, and this doesn't look like the dream. This doesn't look like the promise. And they bring a couple guys in with a, a couple, couple dreams, and, oh, dreamer man, I got this one. I can tell you what's going to go with these two dreams. You're going to live. You're going to die. It's fixing to happen. But, uh, no, but, but what, what happens? Boom. The dream comes fulfilled. Hey, by the way, when this comes through, hey, one of you that's going to live, God's going to put blessings and honor and greatness on you. But I got to tell you, when you step out, would you remember my name? I'm down here in a dungeon. I got a dream and a promise. Right. Oh, I got this set. And he goes out. Would you know homeboy gets out and forgets him? Is that the truth? Man, I set that guy up. I gave that guy a blessing. I put him in leadership. He's got all these blessings, and they forgot me in the process. No, thanks a lot, God. You're doing really good with my dreaming deal. I know that was from you, though. I know I got a promise. I know, I know I've got a dream. God, where, where do I go now? I'm forgotten, and I spend years, years in a prison, but I've got so much God's beginning to work on me that integrity starts coming out of me and character and divine purpose starts coming down in the bottom of a prison and he, he's, made, he's made a leader in the prison and he starts being governing in the prison. He's, he's got something in him that God's given him hope and, 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 and little stepping stones in the process. Don't ever forget in the process of your switchbacks, there's always blessings that keep you moving forward. But you've got to look. You can't give up. You can't die on the switchbacks. You've got to understand God's going to always give you things on the switchbacks to help encourage you to keep moving the process. 
process. But people miss the little blessings in the switchback because all they see is the bitterness of where they're not. And he gives them blessings and he gives them power down the prison. But what's power in a prison? And then he's brought out and he's, he, and he's, and he's getting blessed. And, and, and would, you, would you know, would you know, God keeps setting him up and things seem to be lining back out. And it seems like the switchbox, switchback is kind of, I see, I see it again. Here it is. A dream and a promise and he's brought out of a prison. He's set up and would you know the dreamer, the dreamer tells the king what the dream means. And, he, and the dreamer's back in action, man. He's back, he's back in the house. And they put royal rose. He's, he's second in command. He's got, he's got power now. He's got authority. It's come to pass. I never dreamed this. And about 10, 11 boys step in the back of the room. Because there's a famine beyond all imagination and daddy sends them down to meet and go down there and see if you can get us some food before we all die and 10, 11 boys step in the back of the room and Joe looks up and tears drip down his face that's my brothers the dream the promise it's being fulfilled but he's a different man now He's not the same dude that stood around a fire and bragged about how great he was going to be. Now he's got brothers standing in front of him that are humbled and broken. And they come before Joseph. And they don't know it's Joe. And they get down on their face. And they cry out, don't kill us, just bless us, feed us, take care of our family. I've got a daddy back home. I just need, we just need some food to take back to our daddy. He's an old man. Would you help us? And would you bless us? We're dying. We know we're not even part of this country, but would you somehow help us? And Joe, Joe, Joe is so overwhelmed. There's so much character and integrity in Joseph now. He's not the same boy that was around that fire. And look what Joe does. Instead of him going, <laughs> I knew it. This is it. This is what I saw out in the wheat field, boys. This is it. I got you. I got you right where I want you. The, the, the story goes that he slips out. He slips out of the throne room and he goes in the back and he weeps like a baby until they come and cons- till, till his, his, his hired people around him come and comfort him and say, hey, it's going to be all right, man. You're going to make it through. What's going on? We don't even, he goes, I can't tell you, but there's something, something crazy, something crazy going on. And this goes on for days and he weeps and he struggles weeks for, for weeks. He struggles with this process. I, I don't know. I just, I hate to even tell him. I, it's hard for me to do and, and finally, one day with tears pouring down his face, he looks at his brothers and says, I, 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 I'm your brother Joseph. He's a different man. He can handle the promise. He can handle the position of power. He can handle the authority. He can handle the purpose. He can handle the dream because God's walked him through the switchbacks to build his character and integrity. And now, now he's ready. He's ready to rule with power and authority, but do it with humility and integrity. Something incredibly powerful. The same man was happy to tell his brothers and now is struggling with it to even tell him who he was because he realized the destiny is bigger than me and for the first time what I've stepped into is not really all about me in the first place. It's about the God who called me to the promise. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. God is divinely speaking, I believe, in the name of Jesus Christ to somebody in this room today. You're in the switchback. You're doubting whether you're even in the will of God. But he's saying, oh, you've never been more in my will, but I'm developing in something in you. I'm calling something out of you so that when you get what you the dream is, when you get the promise, when the family gets what they want, what, 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 you, what I've showed you, all this, I've got it, everything in control, and I'm going to bless you. But i got to tell you, the switchbacks, 
switchbacks. And don't be nervous about the switchbacks because this is the deal. I'll be with you through every switchback. As you all you have to do is call on my name and I'll be there to comfort you. I'll be there to strengthen you. I'll be there to lift you up. And God gave you a little ball-headed preacher that's screaming out here on a weekly basis that probably gets on your nerves sometimes. And I'm saying, hey, 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 listen. Don't give up. I know it's a switchback and I know you're right here. I know you're right. But don't you give up because, man, I'm going to tell you, God's got something big. He he kind of gave me a little insight, and I'm telling you, what's right down here is big for you. Don't you quit. And we holler and scream. And, and, and I got to tell you, it's going to be worth it all. It's going to be worth it all. You got, you got to make it. You got to make it. Can you give the Lord some love here today? But we want the prize without the process. God says you can't handle the prize without the process. Some of us want God to change our circumstances to look more like promise. Listen to this. The truth is God is wanting to change us to look more like our promise. But it's a process. Process. I want to tell you a little something I did not mean to share when I'm about to share. I shared it in the first service, but it just hit me. And so I want to share it again with you here today. It was, my son was 18 years old. You all know this story, but let me, let me just go back into it just a minute. He'd been playing soccer since he was a little bitty boy, and I coached him when he was little, when you didn't have to know how to play soccer, and you just get out there and run, boys, run, and, 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 and I coached him, and so I've been a part of it, girls doing that. Actually, I coached him basketball, not soccer, but, but anyway, I was part of sports and doing all that stuff, and grew up, and man, he was freshman, he started playing on the high school team, soccer. Alec has never heard what I'm about to share today. He'll probably see it on Facebook or something. But I, I, I watched him. He, I was so, so proud of all his accomplishments and what he's doing and living for God in the process. And freshman year, playing soccer. Man, you know, all the way through his high school. We're at a senior game. It's the last game of the season. You know, folks, this is it. This is it. The only other place you can go is go play beyond that but but high school career is over it's it's done it's finished he starts the game and I sit up there in the balcony and I'm being a I'm being a dad you know a little nostalgic and because I am definitely that and I sit in the stands and I'm, I'm up about 10 15 rows whatever and I look down and there's a good crowd out there watching that day and it's all exciting and I got tears in my eyes. My eyes are full of tears and I'm trying to kind of, you know, do that deal. Because it's his last game. It's his last big stage. Last time to really, everybody go, man. And the Lord spoke to me. I'll never forget it. As I was, I, was, I mean, I was, I was sucking, you know. Come on, come on, come on. Live in the moment, live in the moment. <laughs> and the Lord spoke to me and said, it's okay, Nathan. There'll be much bigger stages, more, much more opportunity for you to watch him. And I've got bigger stages for him than what you're seeing him on today. Dry your eyes. It's going to be okay. Promise. Dream. And I did. It helped me so much. And I was like, oh, God, thank you for speaking that to me. That really helped me, encouraged me, brought me out of depression. That really, that really helped me, God, and so I did. I dried my eyes and said, come on, focus on the moment, and, and it's, you know, we start cheering for the moment. Well, that didn't last long, because when he gives you, calls you the dream, he gives the dream, he also calls you in the obscurity. Eight minutes later, eight minutes later. I've been watching soccer since all these years, eight minutes into his senior last game. He doesn't break something barely. He shatters tibula, fibula on the ground. I've never, I was in the stands and I'm going, God, this did not just happen. And we're trying to, you know, kids get hurt all the time. And so we're trying to go, do we go out there, do look like the crazy parent? Do we, what do we do? And I realize this kid's hurt, man. This kid's hurt bad. I run out of the stage and I run off, come out of the stands and 
A few minutes later, they're coming over to the stands. This boy's going, oh, you should have hurried, snap, whoa. And my wife didn't even know it was broke yet. She about passes out. And I'm down around his leg. I got dreams and I got promise. And I'm seeing a kid laying there in pain like I've never seen a kid when a tibial amphibia completely snaps on the field. And I'm sucking air and he's going, Dad, pray for me! <laughs> he was. And there was a kid there that will never forget that because he, he saw some Jesus in that process of that little boy. And we're going to win that boy to God because he said, he said, I saw something. He, he asked his one prayer. One of those kids standing there, and I, I lay hands and prayed, and I got back up. He said, Dad, pray for me again. I said, Son, I am praying. He said, Pray for me again. He's in incredible pain, and forgive me for my emotion, but I'm stepping back into it a little bit. And then and I'm going, God, this is obscurity. This is hurt. This is tough. And, and I'm looking down, and they call the ambulance on the field, and they drag my son off, and, and they're clapping for him as he's hauled in the deal. And he's in so much pain. I've never seen a kid in this much pain. Never. And we go over there, and they set this, and with, with, they didn't even knock it out, and they did the first little set, just trying to get it comfortable at the hospital, and they've given him every single thing they can hit him with, with, with trying to numb his pain, and it would absolutely not numb. And I said, doctor, is there anything you can give me? He said, I cannot get past his adrenaline. His adrenaline, he, because it was in a game, his adrenaline was so high, it was being a pain blocker for all the pain medicine. I have never seen a kid in that much pain. And they couldn't do the surgery till the next morning. And I sit there in that, in that room last night. And I, and I, sp- I spent the night with Alec that night. And, and I got to tell you, I just got to tell you. And you know if you're a parent, I sit there that night and I thought, oh, God. It's just it's going to change, Alec, I'm telling you. This is a tough moment. And I wept. I remember in the, the quietness of that room by myself that night. And I'm going, Dad, 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 please help me. And I come over there and I... I, I, I touch him and I begin to pray over God. And God's, God reminded me. And I said, what I spoke to you in those stands. What I spoke to you, that you'll see him on a bigger stage than this. And I'm going to bless him and I got greater things for him. That's not over. But I got a process. I got a process. Don't doubt the process. And it comforted my heart in the middle of the night. Because I knew that what God's in the middle of was bigger than me. And he had some character to develop, and he had some integrity to develop. And I had, I don't know how many people come by and tell me, it's, they, they were kind not to tell him, not to tell him, but they tell me, God's, this was something divine about this, that it happened his last game, it's crazy, it's unique, God's, God's doing something. I had people that didn't, I don't even think were Christians would be telling me that kind of stuff. And I go, yeah, I understand. But I didn't like it. I didn't like it, I still don't like it. But I watch him. Walk into obscurity. Push him up. And I'm being dramatic here, but it just was a dramatic moment for us. Senior year, pushing him in, trying to get wheelchairs out, and <laughs> all that stuff, and pushing him in. His, little, his, his pride is broken. Broken. And I said, God, you're up to something. It's the divine process. But if you can't handle the process... If you can handle the process, the dream, the purpose, is so powerful. But I've got to develop the man. I've got to develop the woman so that when they get to the purpose and the dream, his character and his integrity can handle if you'll just stay faithful to me in the process. The dream and the fulfillment, it won't be a flash in the pan of success, but I'll do something great. You see, you see I've, I've seen so many ministers, so many, I'm going to just use us dudes, okay? I've seen so many ministers that get the dream, get the dream, get the promise, head straight. Point A, point B, God, I got this. I'm a self-made man. I'm going to get this and go from here straight to here. Divine, this, this deal right here, and they're going to push back. God said, no, and, and they're pushing, and they're pushing, and they're pushing. And when they get to this point, crazy things happen. They're up here with their dream and their promise, and it may even be a big stage, but their dream and their promise, and all of a sudden you go, well, what happened to them? I don't understand chasing a skirt or chasing a bottle or chasing something else. How did that happen? So much 
so much anointing there, so much blessing there. What tripped them up? And God says, I wasn't, they didn't allow me to take them through the switchbacks of life. They pushed beyond that and they fought through. What, how is that man that's doing so good in business and that woman that's rocking the business world all of a sudden give it all up in the moment for a secretary? Come on, man, give it up for something that seems so, what? You've got a beautiful family and a beautiful wife and kids and you give all of that up for this but the problem is they didn't allow themselves I'm going to do it my way and oh you got your way and you got your dream and you got your fulfillment real early but awesome that's awesome but your character and integrity couldn't handle it because you wouldn't let God walk through the will of God you wouldn't say let thy will be done you wanted him to show it to you and so you said let thy will be done you wouldn't say let thy will be done but I got to tell you if you can stand and like Jesus taught us to pray and say father let thy will be done I'm not telling you well bad things are about to knock you down and beat you up oh that depressed all of us today that would be the show me part that would be the part that you and I can't handle that's why we can't see his will before him you think in the middle of what I've been in the last eight weeks I've told a few people well they didn't teach me this in Bible college They didn't tell me that I was going to walk to the people that I pastor, get to walk through all of their junk and their their stink and their mess. They didn't tell me all that stuff. uh, It's a good thing. (laughs) But aren't you glad that God walks us through the process to prepare us for the promise? Can I get a witness? And so what you're in is a setup, a setup. It's not a setback, it's a setup, and God's got it for you. So I close with this. Scott, if you'd come. I, uh, I had a dream. I was, I was in Arkansas, and I, I said this a few weeks back, and I was, on a, I was preaching a conference in Arkansas. This was a number of years back, and I got through preaching, and I felt the Lord speak to me when I got through preaching. And it was random because the church, this church wasn't even really on my mind. I was... I was just really new here, been here maybe a couple years. The Lord spoke to me and told me, I believe, what I was going to see at Parkway, what I was going to see at this church. He gave me this little glimpse. He gave me, and I literally, I mean, like, I was like dropped to my knees. I was like, oh, my God. God, I'm so excited. But I really got to tell you, I kind of thought I was going to come home, and it was just going to start right then. And I thought, oh, man, man, man. Man, we're going to be this in a couple of years. I mean, it's like, woo, woo, woo. And then we just grew a little bit here and a little bit there. And I'm like, no, 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 God. This is going to be big, big, big. No. This is this divine detour walk. But <laughs> And then kind of tell you what it looks like, all right? So this is how pastors, this is what, what and so it's a few weeks ago, and our our church is averaging and running more than it's ever averaging. Man, you can see us on the uptick, and we're talking the board meetings. How can we, how how can we get more seats in the place? How how do we do this? And we've got a dream, we've got a promise, we we got something big coming, and and, and we're talking how we gonna pay for it and how this and that. And 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 dummy me, I didn't know Harvey was gonna help us. But 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 then Harvey came and water came and your houses were messed up and this house, as far as the building was, I mean, it pretty much destroyed it. It's, 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 it's messed up. And, and thank you, Lord, we gave us another place to meet and we got to meet somewhere else. And, and I watched for eight weeks, the tenants go, boop, boop, boop. It's 400, it's 400 something. Boop. Boop. And every week, boop. God, it's 250. You know that, right? (laughs) We're going the wrong way here. (laughs) All these people we work for, we tried, we strove for, and I ain't even seen them back at church. Hello, God. What about that? What about that dream? The promise. And I'm reminded, I got something big for you, but I got to take Parkway through something. That when they come out on the other side, there's more character and integrity that they can handle the bigger stage of what I want to give them. 
but they've got to walk through the obscurity of the switchback that when they come out the other end, they're not the same church that went into it. That they'll stand on a different stage and our church is going to seat more than it's ever seen when we get in there. I'm telling you, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. If you walk in there right now, it's got a little wow factor. I'm telling you. If you it's, 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 it's like wow. One of the guys walked in this past week and came up to me and said, Pastor, I don't like the building. I went, oh, God. He goes, I love the new building. And I go, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I see it. And I've walked up. And we got these deals. Y'all hadn't seen this yet, but let me just tell you about it. We got these risers on the side that the back riser, I'm almost at the top part of the back of the building because we busted out the walls and, the, and it looks down, it looks huge and it looks building. And, and man, I'm so excited. And I, I sit up there and I look and I go, God's going to fill this up. He's going to do something. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, oh, stay with me now. I say this in humility, but it's a bigger stage and, than, than we've ever been on. It's, it's a bigger reach for our community. It's, it's something big. I, I knew it was coming, but, but, but look what God's doing but but we couldn't handle that stage yet until we walked through the obscurity of the flood and the wind and the fire and the struggle that we went through and but when we come out the other side there's a bond of people that will actually be so strong that nothing can shake us and we'll throw our hands up and say we didn't do this God did it God did it God did it it's not a pastor thing. It's not a ministry thing. It's a Jesus thing. And he's got his divine hand on us. But you've got to trust where he's got you now, setting you up for where you're going to be. Keep it before you. Don't give up. Would you stand with me today? Ooh, do I feel the power of the Holy Ghost in this room right here? Is anybody with me? I want you, whatever way you do it, I, I stretch my hands up. But whatever you do it, would you just stretch your hands? Do what, do the, your thing and just talk to God about where you're at right now. And just say, God, I'm going to trust the divine process. I'm going to trust your will. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, we're going to be better. We're going to be stronger in our life and our family and our health and our finances. God, we're going to be stronger, but I'm going to trust you through the process. God, you got us You got us right where you want us. I've never been happier. I've never been happier taking this step with you, doing this dance with you. Hallelujah, God. I want this divine romance and this divine dance to take place with your grace and your mercy and your truth because I'm in the middle of your will, and God, you're preparing us for the promise. Hallelujah. Not only is he preparing this church family, but he's preparing your life and your family. Come on, raise your hand and say, God, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I feel this holy presence of God sweep to this place. How many of you can say, God, you just spoke to me right here today. Would you do that? Just say it. Just say, God, here I am. My hand's up because you, you spoke to my life today. I receive this word. I don't understand where I'm at, but I know God now. I know I'm in the divine will of God. You've got me right where you want me. Your hand is upon me. It's never left me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I'm going to fulfill I'm going to fulfill my love for you in the middle of the journey. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Adina, come up here just a minute. Come up here just a minute. I want Adina to pray over you today. Right where you're at, right in the place of where you're at, God's got something for you. God's got something for you. What I'm saying today is not something of you to be scared of. It's for you to know this is just life. But in the process of life for the divine called, he said, I'm going to make all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. And it's like Brother Brandon said a few weeks ago, if, if it's not good yet, God's not finished yet. That's crazy good. If it's not good yet, God's not finished yet. Because you just hadn't made it to the promise. You hadn't made it to the fulfillment of what he wants to do in your life. Would you bow your head? I'm asking my wife, Adina, to pray over you today. Would you do that, Adina? Pray with just a divine anointing in Jesus' name. God, we thank you for your word today, that your word met us exactly where we're at, with broken dreams, with shattered goals in our life, God, that we, we think that they're not going to happen, 
And yet today your word has promised us that it will be fulfilled. To just continue in the process that you've got us. You promised to never leave us or forsake us. And you will be there with us every step of the way. God, develop us. Make us what you want us to be, God. Help us to seek you and not the dream. Seek you because you will fulfill the promise to us. I pray that you would guide us this week. Strengthen us, God, that you have spoken into our lives a personal word, God, that we can hold on to and know you have us and you will fulfill what you have started in us. I pray that you would strengthen and guide us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I want you to reach over and just touch your neighbor. Would you do it? Just touch your neighbor. And I want you to just pray right over them. Just like Adina just prayed. I want you to just pray. You don't have to pray out loud or you can, whatever you feel. But I want you to pray. Hallelujah. God, hold them up. Strengthen them. Flow through them. Anoint them. Let them see the promise. Let them not give up. Let them hold hold dear. God, you've got a divine anointing in this room right now. God knows exactly, exactly where you're at. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the presence of God in this room right now. I feel the presence of God in this room. There's a holy, holy presence. We're on holy ground right now. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, I feel some divineness in what's going on in this place. Come on, just entertain the Holy Ghost right now. Entertain the presence of God right now. Hallelujah, Lord. Just do what you need to do right now. Touch every person. Flow through every life today. Encourage and minister. Anoint. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Just speak promise over them. Just speak promise over them. Speak promise over them. Hallelujah. We thank you for the church, God. We thank you for the church. We thank you for the church. If the Lord spoke to you today, would you put your hands together and give the Lord a hand clap of praise today? Great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. Somebody say, I'm going through. Come on, I'm going through. Hallelujah. Don't lose sight of what God's got before you. He's got great things, great things before you. God bless you. I love you people.